suckers and welcome back for another episode of I can't wait until I have an actual studio space to shoot. We're going to be uh, moving into a new home in a couple of weeks, hopefully, but for right now I share an office with my husband and so it's kind of like we wind up having to share shit a lot. Not like actual shit, I mean like we have to share the space. You get what I mean. Anyway. Today I wanted to talk a little bit about apps. Every time that somebody tells me that there's a new app out, I am ready to try it out. Um, and so I have really been doing a lot of digging into ADHD friendly apps. And it's kind of sad, actually. It's, it's really very few and far between that you find something that really kind of speaks to the way that ADHD works. Um, there are apps out there that try but a lot of them tend to fall short in certain areas, you know, maybe because uh, there's a little bit too much logging involved there. Like a good example um, are mood tracker apps. I think those are actually really important. They're super, super important in order for you to... Oh, my stomach hurts, guys. Sitting up is too much work. <laughs> Where was I? Christ. Mood trackers are great. I think they're important. I try to plan around my time of the month. I try to plan around when it seems that my energy ebbs and flows. And it's very important for you to keep track of that. But it's very hard to do when a lot of these tracker apps kind of expect you to check in multiple times a day. Um, a great example is the tracker Bearable. I love Bearable and I will suggest it to a lot of people who have chronic illnesses and things like that to keep track of. But holy shit, is it bad for ADHDers because you basically have to log everything. You log when you first get up, you log your breakfast, you log when you take your medicine, you log. And by the time it gets, comes around to like 1230, you know, your brain is like, I don't want to log anything else. And the next thing you know, you haven't logged anything for like a month and a half, like me. And that's really nobody's fault, right? Like how else are you supposed to keep track of shit? Like you're going to have to either write it in a journal or put it in an app either way. So it's really not their fault. It's just that it's difficult to make things that actually help us out. And uh, today I'm going to be talking about apps that are great for getting things done, obviously, uh, because I talk about productivity. So it would be a little weird to be talking about anything else. That being said, let's go ahead and get into the video. I am going to be sharing with you some of my favorite ADHD friendly apps. So the first app that we're going to get into, I'm going to start with better known apps and then I'm going to move down to those that I feel like many people don't really know much about. So we're going to start with one that a lot of people know and that is Duolingo. And if you're trying to learn a language, I know that a lot of people, probably everybody out there has tried Duolingo and they've said it doesn't work or it does work or whatever. I live in Costa Rica. I had to learn Spanish before I came here because despite having a Puerto Rican and Cuban dad, uh, he never spoke Spanish to me growing up because, I don't know, because he really enjoyed being able to laugh at me at family gatherings. I'm not entirely certain. So 
in order for me to learn Spanish, I basically started from a crazy, crazy beginner level and started using Duolingo every day. And initially I wasn't great at it, um, but it started becoming part of my morning. I made sure that I linked it with when I would have like my tea or when I would eat my breakfast or, you know, whenever and linking it with that made it so that now I have like a 400 something day, 400 something. That's great. That's very, that's a very important number. Everybody try to get to 400 something. You can't, you won't, or it's a more than 400 day streak. And I got that way by linking it to my morning routine to the point where like now I feel like I have to every day. And it has just done such a great job at gamifying learning a language like there's nothing else out there that makes it so that you kind of feel pressed to do it um i am now what i would consider an intermediate level spanish speaker i'm able to keep up hour to two hour long conversations with people here in costa rica uh, with my father i have been able to really learn it in a way that uh, has been useful to me I do wish that I had a little bit more grammar work, but otherwise uh, it is the app that worked best for me. And I mean, I tried a few. Um, I've tried a couple others. If you want to try them yourself, there is Busu and Tandem. And those were okay for their own reasons, but uh, they just really didn't push me to want to continue so definitely that is a great one. I think, you know, we you if you have spent any time on ADHD channels of any sort, you've probably heard the word gamification to the point where it means nothing to you at this point. But there's a reason why they bring it up, right? We are essentially giant two-year-olds and we need things to be interesting. And gamification is the quickest way to make things interesting besides kidnapping a member of your family and refusing to give them back until you finish everything on your to-do list. And if you wind up not actually liking the family member they steal, then it's kind of a moot point and eventually you could run out of family members. And it's a really bad plan. I may or may not have thought about this once or twice. Other than that, gamification is a really great way to kind of tweak that pleasure center and make it so that we're more interested in getting things done. And Duolingo does an amazing job at that. Um, in case you haven't heard of Duolingo or you haven't messed with it or you're just kind of curious as to how much it costs. It does have a free trial and that free trial stays free forever. So I guess technically it's not a free trial. It's just a free plan. Uh, you do get ads. It's not always going to go over certain things with you. There are a bunch of things that you don't get, uh, but you can do the paid version and the paid version can go anywhere from $6.99 a month to $119.99 a year for families. That said, it is worth it for me, um, but if you're just kind of tinkling around with it and it's not really like a huge deal to you, I think you can get away with a free version. Don't tell the owl that I said that. So that's Duolingo, moving on. Next, uh, this one is actually pretty popular. I don't know if any of you have heard of it, but if not, it's totally worth a shot, uh, is Freedom. The Freedom app is specifically used it can be used on desktop or on mobile uh, actually they suggest you have both and what freedom does is it blocks websites that you are likely to get distracted by you can decide for it to block um, social media games on your phone certain parts of the web it, it really kind of just depends on what you want to 
avoid. The only reason that I don't use freedom is because I am on social media all the freaking time for my job and if I was to block myself from social media I would disappear. And for some of you that may seem like a good thing but for me it is not. So I don't use freedom but I have used it and I have to say before I really started working on social media a lot it was an incredible app to use. It's available for pretty much every major platform. You can get it on your computer, on your phone, like I said, and you are looking at anywhere from $8.99 a month to $159.99 yearly, except according to their website right now, you can get the app for $95.99 with some money off for life. So if you think that you are going to want to use Freedom for Life after using the free trial, that is a great option for you. By the way, I feel like I should probably also mention I am not getting paid by any of these companies. Maybe there might be an affiliate link in the description. I actually haven't even checked to see if that's available. But other than that, I'm not getting paid. Nobody is telling me to say this. This is from my own experience. So if you are like asking if I'm shilling for freedom, first off, that is an amazing name for an emo band. Second off, no, I'm not. Okay, next is Finch. And Finch was something I found um, just kind of while I was on my social media, a woman who is a friend of a friend mentioned it and she showed the picture of her screen, also called a screenshot by those of us who are able to think in real time. And the screenshot was of an adorable little penguin and because I am secretly hoping that someday I will be able to own my own zoo, I was really excited about the concept of being able to care for a penguin, even a fake one. So I downloaded Finch and I think that for ADHDers, it's probably one of the better self-care apps out there. For the uninitiated, Finch is kind of like a Tamagotchi, but for self-care. So essentially, you want to check in with your little guy in the morning, and as you answer questions about your day or set up goals or just do little challenges here and there, you actually power up your little creature enough for them to go traveling and after a certain amount of time which you can actually shorten by doing more challenges in the meantime they come back and they discuss with you what they found and you get to kind of choose how you interact and that helps them eventually grow you can also basically build your own little treetop forest where you will have a group of friends who will no i i got it i got it fixed okay sorry it's okay My mic wasn't working and I texted my husband for help and uh, I guess I forgot to tell him that it was working and uh, yeah, so that's a thing. Where was I? <laughs> Again. All right, Finch. So you also have the option to build a little treetop village and you can give each other support in the form of hugs, a pep talk, calm, things like that. It's really, really cute. It's a lot of fun. That being said, I was a terrible Tamagotchi mom, or should I say, not a Tamagotchi, I had a Gigapet, and my Gigapet woke me up at 2am wanting food, and after that I started turning it off 
before I went to bed and would always wake up with my gigapet either surrounded by its own feces or dead. So Finch is really trusting in me a lot by giving me this penguin. That said, um, you are able to actually put a widget on your phone that will remind you to check in on your little pet. And by doing that, you actually kind of catch yourself being pushed to do more things that kind of fill your cup, which is very, very important. And because a lot of us are already kind of freaking out about how much we have flying at our face that we're not getting done, we don't always think about taking care of ourselves. So this is a really great app for that. I absolutely adore Finch. I think that it is something that everybody should use. Uh, I only use the free trial and I'm quite happy with it, but I did go ahead and test out the premium version and it does have some pretty cool extra quizzes it'll ask you, it has some extra stretches, extra exercises, things like that, which can be super helpful if this is something that you feel really gets you going. So I would suggest really checking into it. Uh, it is available for $5.99 a month, $39.99 a year. And you also are able to join their little Facebook community, which is really cute. There are a lot of people there constantly asking for friends. I am super antisocial, so every time people ask for friends, I just ignore it. But it's a really great way for you to make friends if you like to make friends. If not, you can just send your little creature out into the world and do it by yourself. Finch supports you also being an ADHD hermit what makes it a great app. So next up, we have Paste. I've actually brought up Paste before in a video previous, and my issue with Paste, the reason why I hadn't brought it up before, is that they have a Google Calendar integration, uh, but it was so clunky that it was kind of driving me to the brink. Um, and they already had it so that it could very easily integrate with iCal, which is fantastic, but I choose to use Google Calendar for a number of different reasons. And so I was very hesitant to suggest paste. However, they have since fixed it and now you can integrate the app with your Google Calendar super, super easily. And it is so worth it for so many reasons. So if you have energy issues like I do, Paste is excellent for this because it keeps track of when you go to sleep and then after you wake up in the morning, it will indicate for you when your best times during the day are for hard mental work, for creative work, for shutting down the end of your day, for when you should get exhausted. Obviously, it's not going to be right all the time, but it does an amazing job of guessing and it's been right for me multiple times, even with the fact that you know I get tired from eating a box of Cheez-Its. The other amazing thing about Pace that I really appreciate is for those of you who really like the idea of motion but are not interested in paying the price, Pace will let you go ahead and put your daily tasks into it and then it will translate it over to Google Calendar. And as you put into the app, as you're walking around, as things are changing, you know, you got done early or you got done late or something else has occurred, it will automatically move things around for you. And it will even tell you when you are running out of time in your day to be able to have the energy to do the things that you are mentioning. The only complaint that I would have from a business perspective is that 
it's not really going to help you plan out how long a project is going to take like motion would but it will let you kind of put it in smaller pieces so it's an amazing piece to add to your daily process just because while you're sitting there eating breakfast or whatever you could go ahead and put down you know the things that you want to do today block your day and paste will make sure that your time blocking is keeping up with how you're moving and like I said it's free and I don't know how much longer it's going to be free so you should totally jump on that the only other problem, it is iOS only. So if you don't use Apple, you're unfortunately not going to be able to use Paste. Hopefully that is going to be changing very soon. The people at Paste have been very responsive to everything I've said and the app is technically still in its infancy. So there is a chance that they are going to be, a very big chance actually, that they're going to be bringing it in for Android. So if you're kind of looking at this and you're like, well, that's rude, you know, fuck Paste. Um, you don't have to do that. Just, I would say just keep an eye out, uh, maybe go to their website or, you know, just kind of do a search from here on out and try to see what you can find. It's worth it though. Speaking of worth it, here is probably my absolute favorite app on this list. Uh, I found it thanks to an amazing group of women on Facebook. That group is called ADHD for Smart Ass Women. As you would imagine, I fit in it very well. Uh, it's an amazing group and they tend to do a lot of app roundups. And this one was mentioned pretty early on in the thread that I was looking at. So I decided to check it out and holy crap, I'm so glad I did. Y'all, this is probably the most ADHD friendly app I have ever seen for getting tasks done. It is called Tusk. And the magical thing about Tusk is that whether you have the free version or the paid version, you are able to do a lot with it. Basically, you are able to set up recurring tasks, you're able to set up one-time tasks, you're able to apply icons to them. Um, there are only certain colors you can under the free app, but there's a lot there. And essentially, it's just really good at making you feel like you want to go in there and swipe something even if it's to say that you skipped what i like about tusk y'all is that the gamification is super subtle like a really popular one out there that a lot of people like to mention is habitica i like habitica okay but my problem being it feels a little bit too much like a game but without the excitement what tusk tends to do is instead of gamifying it to the point of making it feel like a video game minus the actual video game part is it just works through achievements and stats. And so it will show you when the last time was that you signed into the app, when the last time was that you had a perfect day. And it gives you achievements for practically everything. Even if you wind up skipping things and not getting to them that day or moving them forward, you get achievements for that. So you don't feel quite as petrified by the fear of being called out by your app for not getting shit done instead of fostering shame for not getting shit done it helps you to kind of feel like not getting everything done in one day is normal which is super important and if you pay for it you do get some things that are better than free for example i went ahead and i actually paid the lifetime price of 29.99 for it and 
Now I am able to integrate tasks with my Google Calendar. I can make it so that all of the tasks that I type into it initially show up as Google tasks, and then I can put them anywhere in my day that I want. Or if I want to just go ahead and put a time down because I know what time I'm gonna get it done, I can do that and it shows up as a time block. But it is so great to have. It is such a fantastic way to gamify getting things done without feeling like it's infantilizing it, I guess. That's a word, right? That's a word. Infantilizing. Infant. Infantilize. Yes. Infantilizing. You're welcome. Tusk comes highly recommended. It is available on iOS and Android. I keep feeling like I'm not saying iOS right and I'm going to get like taken to task for it. Task? Ah? Huh? Anyway, it's available on iOS and Android. It is also available, it looks like they are beta testing a Windows version of it, so that might be worth it for you to check out. And you can either go ahead and pay the $20.99 lifetime like I did, or you can go ahead and pay $1.99 monthly or $10.99 for the annual plan. I'm on my way to the last app on this list, and this one is super, super cute. I am suggesting it because even though I fell off the wagon with it, I could totally see myself coming back to it. And I paid the lifetime price for this too, because you only live once, right? YOLO and, and junk. The app is called water.do, and it's another task completion app, but this one lets you turn your tasks into bubbles. And as you finish, you get to go in and pop those bubbles. And for each time that you pop a bubble, you get gems or some sort of special gift for doing it, you know, reward system. And once you do that, you're able to use it to build up a little island that you have in the middle of the ocean there. Yes, because instead of an island in the middle of the sea, they're going to have you open up a kitchen island. Ariana, why? The thing that I love about Waterdew, part of the reason why I fell for it in the first place is because it does an amazing job of gamifying it without making you feel like you're playing the world's most boring RPG. I did come back to it and continue to keep using it for a while. The only problem for me was that since I am at my computer a lot, it kind of fell by the wayside. But it, it is a great app. I think it's a fun app. I think that it has like cute little music that's really relaxing that's totally worth a check out. Um, and I think that really that's another one that just could help you get a lot of tasks done, even if it's just personal tasks. So I would totally suggest that one as well. And for Water Dew, you of course have a free trial and then you pay anywhere from 99 cents monthly to $14.99 for the lifetime. So totally up to you how you wanna do that. So there you have it, you guys. Those are the apps that I would definitely start out with. Tusk is incredible and it's actually one that I have suggested to clients before. Climates? Climates? Is that what I just said? That's the one that I have suggested to clients before uh, to just sit down and get started with because it's a really easy one. But frankly, I think that they're all worth a shot and you can find the links to download each of those in the description. Uh, I only added App Store ones, but for the ones that are Android, uh, I have also indicated next to those that they are, so you should be able to go ahead and look it up in the Google Play Store if you have to. And let me know in the comments how they work or if you already use them. Check out those apps. Let me know how you like them. Like and subscribe. 
and I'll see you on the next video. Links to apps mentioned in the episode to work with me and to connect on social are all in the show notes. If this helps you and you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please don't forget to rate the show so that I'm found by more awesome people just like you.